This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this, there's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello and welcome to Actor Self Coach, episode 001. Why should actors learn to coach themselves? Well, let's start with who am I and who am I to talk to you about coaching yourself? My name is Judy. Uh, My professional name is Judith Lightfoot Clark. I'm an actor. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm an open space activist. But let's circle back to actor. I've been working in theater primarily with some trips into film and television and voice acting for decades. I can't say that I worked with Sophocles, but yes, I'm almost that old. I'm also a certified life coach coming to you today from a truly hot, I mean in every sense of the word, Hell's Kitchen apartment. I love this work. I love the work of acting and I love the work of coaching. And I'm going to circle back to how I found it at the end of this podcast. So why should actors learn to coach themselves? Why should we bother? We're so busy. We're auditioning. We're doing self-tapes. We're working our bodies out. We're making our vegan bowls. We're doing the smoothies. We're, we're training our bodies. We're going to voice lessons. We're learning accents. Why, oh why, should we also spend some of our precious time on our minds? Well, let me tell you, because it is everything. It is life-changing work. If we spent a fraction of our days, a fraction of the amount of time we spend on our bodies, and certainly our scrolling, our Netflixing, our eating crunchy snacks, whatever, if we spent a fraction of that time thinking about our thoughts, the evolution of our human lives on this planet would explode in the best possible way. Your mental health, your emotional well-being, they are connected, but they're not exactly the same thing. There's a difference between coaching, whether you work one-on-one with a private coach or in group coaching sessions, or coach yourself with these tools that this podcast will hopefully teach you. There's a difference between that work and the work of a therapist. Please understand that working with a therapist is paramount if you're dealing with past trauma, if your day-to-day life is not functional, if you struggle with depression, or if you in any way need to work on past events in your life. Coaching does not replace therapy. Coaching does, however, offer you tools to start with who you are today and look forward in your life. What do you want? What do you desire? Who do you want to be? Where are you going? All the questions really that I think get us out of bed every day at whatever hour that is for you with excitement. 
because we want that next thing. We do want to evolve as humans. Sometimes we get stuck. We get stuck back in the primitive cave. We'll go into that as well. Like when we want to go back and be cave dwellers instead of people out in the world. And that's because our brain has these two amazing vital parts. We have our toddler brain, our primitive brain, our let's keep alive brain. And we have our adult brain, our planning brain, our prefrontal brain. And they work cheek by jowl at their best, reinforcing the best of each side of the brain. But if we don't manage our brain, if we don't use our prefrontal higher brain to manage the lower survival brain, we can really get stuck. We can believe we're too busy. We can believe we're overwhelmed. We can dwell in anxiety, and many of us do. We kind of dwell there. We kind of wear it like a festive cloak. It's maybe not a good look right now for us. Maybe we need to take that off and see what else we've got. We might feel a little naked, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. This podcast, what I intend for it to be, is an invitation for actors to learn about how to manage your mind so you can solve problems by defining them, by becoming aware of what you're thinking about them and how that makes you feel, and by increasing your capacity to heal yourself. Our minds handle thousands of thoughts a day. And that's before we even get to work, before we even get on stage, before we even hear action. We handle insensitive comments. We handle small talk. We handle reviews. We have feelings of worth and lack of worth. We think about money. We think about I don't have enough. I am not enough. We only think um, I'm as good as on my last performance. We use yesterday as proof of who we are and what we can do tomorrow. And I'm here to tell you, please, if you learn nothing else, if you think nothing else, know that that's not the case. We are not just a sum of all the things that have happened to us and all the bad things we've done aren't on some big tote board subtracting away from all the good we've done. No, we are worthy. Day one, we are worthy. So there's coaching that's about acting work, right? And I'm not going to say we aren't going to be talking about that because we're actors and it's who we are, what we do. But this coaching is learning how to coach yourself as we seek emotional well-being. So ambition can be like this hot missile through your life. And much like lust, the human interplay, our physical selves toward another human, ambition can have its own energy that's very, very alluring. It's not always where we live, though, is it? It's like we don't always live on the edge of that cliff. We don't always work on the edge of that cliff. Otherwise, the, the audience would never be able to breathe, and we would probably go a little bit crazy. Coaching is about finding a home base to come back to when things get tough, when we feel alone, when we can't find a friend to talk to or the friend just agrees with us all the time or doubles down on what we're already 
thinking. Of course, we love our friends. We need our friends. We want our friends. We want to be a good friend. Coaching is not your friend. And yes, as a heavy truck rolls by here in Midtown, just know this, this podcast is going to be flawed like humans, like life, like actors. The best acting embraces the flaws of humanity, and that's what certainly this podcast is going to be, and certainly who I am as a person. I will make mistakes, and I ask your forgiveness. I hope you know, I hope you believe me, though, when I say that my intention is to honor you, to honor what we do, to honor your mind, to honor acting, to honor who you are, your gender, your choices, who you love, your pronouns, your chosen family, the kind of work you do. And this podcast assumes, by the way, that you're all amazing actors, that you are excellent, that you come to this knowing how to do what you do. But we all know we have some bad scenes. We have some line deliveries that aren't what we wished. We let our scene partners down sometimes. Not most of the time, but it happens. Wouldn't it be great to be able to coach yourself through that? To feel what it is, the disappointment, but not judge yourself harshly. To take it, be aware of it, and move on. At its best, coaching can do that. And I know that each of you, because of the skill set you have as an actor, can do this work and really engage with your mind on a whole new plane. I want to talk a little bit about sensations versus feelings. So this is our little like lesson for 001. A sensation is something that derives from the body and then moves to the brain for quick action. This is driven by our primitive brain, which has kept us alive low these many years. So a sensation would be hunger or thirst or physical pain, chills, burning. And the sensation drives our mind to react. The chill says, take cover, get back in the cave. Burning says, move your hand away. Thirst tells your brain, I need water, find water. And those keep us alive. Those are the reactive elements of our mind to body continuum that we don't want to interrupt. But here's the thing, my friends, our mind and our body sometimes react as if life is on the line when it's not. So our body can feel embarrassed as if this is the end. This is, this is the end of my life as I know it. It can feel shame as if we are dying. We are going to be ejected from the cave by all our fellow humans, and we're going to be out there with the beast, the woolly mammoth or whatever um, is out there. The tiger is going to get us because of this shame. 
we are driven to want to belong so we're protected we are driven to want to people please so that the group loves us that feels secure because our primitive brain that's kept us alive so long knows that that works that keeps us safe what it doesn't do though is create a coherent life and career we can break that cycle by recognizing that sometimes we need to make a fool of ourselves in rehearsal or even in production to get to the next level to find that excellence sometimes we need to feel shame and learn from it and move on and guess what we won't die and coaching learning the tools to coach yourself gives you the tools to understand that to talk to your primitive brain from your adult prefrontal planning reasoning brain and say look here's the deal we're not dying this does not feel good right now in this moment but everything's fine and here's why so let's just do one little example of a feeling in the body that actually comes from a thought let's say you wake up and you feel sad feeling sad don't feel like getting out of bed just feel sad you know you feel sad this feeling comes from a thought not from something that happened to you but from your thought about it so it could be you argued with your partner last night you had a fight you wake up you feel sad the thought is he doesn't understand me they don't understand me she doesn't understand me they got me wrong they're wrong about this this is unfair this thought could create sadness the thought also could be this is Tuesday and I have a lot of work I have a root canal today and I don't want to go the feeling comes from a thought and just being aware of that aware that every feeling I'm not talking about sensations but feelings every feeling comes from a thought and that is a beautiful and freeing thing to know because once you know that and once you work a little bit a fraction of your day a few minutes every week and learn these skills you can become aware and that awareness is how you can solve almost every problem you have this isn't about fixing things patching things positive thinking thought switching it's it's none of that it's about crafting a way to manage your mind the way you would in the gym work on the best way to work your body your muscles to be the best you can be today and tomorrow it's about the longevity of your emotional well-being we're in it for the long the long game that's a beautiful thing the watcher the human brain is the most amazing creation in the universe because we have the capacity we have the gift of being able to think about our thoughts and actors are supremely primed to be wonderful at this because we think about our characters thoughts all the time it's sometimes this third rail running in our mind isn't it this I'm doing the lines I'm hitting my mark I'm in this light I'm listening to my scene partner I'm also thinking about the thoughts of this character while having my own thoughts I mean we really know how to do this it can get confusing 
We can have thoughts that make it feel draining. This is a way to re-energize your mind the way a good workout energizes your body. And if you have both, you're going to be in great shape to work for years and years and years and feel good about it. Now I want to come back to my friend. I came to coaching because my very best friend, Gary, who died several years ago now, was diagnosed with a midlife and very early condition called dementia with Lewy bodies. He was misdiagnosed first, and this was a more than two-year journey that the two of us took together from the time when he stopped being able to remember lines or run a scene with me before I was going to an audition. He stopped um, showing up on time to things. He stopped being able to be coherent in lesson plans when he was teaching a college class on commercial acting, acting for the camera. He began to fade away from us. And as that happened, and as we held each other close and journeyed through multiple boroughs here in New York City, seeking neurologists and radiologists and the best labs and nutritionists and psychological testing profiles, and we were in it. We both learned so much. But what I found helped him the most throughout was the ability to think about what he was thinking and how it was making him feel. What I found that was able to help him immeasurably beyond anything else during this was to identify how he was feeling and understand what he was thinking that was making him feel this way. We came back to that time and time again. Sometimes we would come back from a doctor's visit and just sit on his couch holding each other and he would talk about what he was thinking and what he was feeling. And that clarity that sometimes we did daily or multiple times a day was the most useful life-affirming practice that we found amidst all of the wonderful people helping us throughout. This is what really kept his life moving forward, even as he was losing his cognition even as he lost his ability to think. Gary had so much love in his heart. He was one of those humans who so many people think is their best friend. He was there every step of the way from when I met him for decades. He was there at both my weddings. He was there when my first son was born and he was there to celebrate my second son's birth. He's my everything. And I miss him every day. But one of the many gifts he left me, one of the many, is an introduction to coaching, to life coaching. And this work has transformed my life. And it is my honor to speak to you and to help if I can, each of you on your journey 
toward emotional well-being and your evolution as a human on this planet. And yes, I know this planet is burning. I know people are angry. I know people are suffering. And we are people suffering and also telling the stories of the suffering and the celebration. I love actors. I love your generosity, your vulnerability, your amazing talent, your ability not just to mirror life and tell that story, but to dream of lives yet to come, to delve inside of the human experiment and be fearless and be unafraid to fail in public, sometimes every night. I hope this podcast can serve you, can give you some ways to reframe what is bothering you, some understanding of what you want, where you want to go. Love you all, and I certainly hope to talk to you next week.